0: Hello, my name is Michael. For this Christian Pedophile Podcast, I had the opportunity to interview Alma, a woman from the Dominican Republic. She shares what it was like to discover she has pedophilia and how she's found hope in Jesus. First, let me say that in no way do we endorse sexual contact between adults and children. It is always harmful and not what God wants for our sexuality. Alright, let's meet Alma. Alma, I have to say, I've really been looking forward to doing this podcast because you and I have been chatting for, is it like three years now? Almost three years, yes. And there's been some rough moments where I've been seriously depressed and you've counseled me. And it's so funny, like, this is the second time we've actually talked.
1: Yes, that's true. Um, You counsel me as well like, a lot, right?
0: It just goes to show, like, how isolating it can be to have pedophilia, because even though you and I have known each other so long, there's still that sense of, it's scary to even talk online.
1: Yes. Um, it's kind of difficult, because when the first time I reached you guys, I sent an email, I was shaking, because I... The, the moment you discover you are a pedophile, is the moment you have this paranoia that everybody's watching you or you've been tracked or you should be extra careful. But it's difficult to seek out help because you think people are going to treat you bad or just use whatever information you give them to use it against you.
0: Yeah, and I know we talked about you sharing some of your experience even a year ago, I think, and you've been getting ready to do that. It's just, you've gotten stronger, more confident, I think.
1: Um, Yes, I got more confident, but I think I just understand what I have to do, what is the right thing to do, because maybe not everybody has to share their testimony, not everybody has to tell everybody their experience. But I know that was the right thing to do for me.
0: Describe what it's been like to be a female with pedophilia.
1: Oh yes. Um, Being a woman that suffers from pedophilia, when it comes to social interactions or living in a community, being a woman can be very challenging because women are seen in society as caretakers Oh Women are seen in society like they should take care of elder people or kids So we are being pushed a lot to fulfill these roles um, For example, a man can go to a family gathering and nobody will tell him to hold a nephew, while the mom is doing something. Oh. Uh. Yes, but if you, if you are a woman, a baby is gonna be throw at you. Like, hold this baby while the mom is cooking, or play with the kids, and that putting a more dangerous situation.
0: Sure, even if you're uncomfortable at the moment or feeling awkward, you're still expected to be in that caregiving role. So it's been difficult as a woman in the church setting.
1: Yes, at church. Just based on you being a woman, they just choose you. Mm. Oh, you are okay for this job. You're young, you can teach children, and when you say no, they... They tend to see us weird.
0: Now, maybe share a little bit of your journey, going from discovering these feelings, because you mentioned you didn't always know you had pedophilia. What was that like, discovering that and going forward from there? Okay. Like, I never questioned
1: if I was a pedophile. I was in completely denial. I
0: thought...
1: uh was as normal as everybody else but there's one moment I totally acknowledge it was real and this was almost two years or three years ago it's very recent yeah when I was scrolling through Instagram and I stopped at this photo of one of my friend's daughters and I find myself attracted to the girl mm. this resurfaced repressed memories because I was so confused, like, why I feel like this. And then, uh, these memories resurface resurfacing, like, from the past. It was almost like a movie star playing in
0: front of yourself. Like, sure. you remember this? You remember this thing? So you're saying when that photo came up, all this stuff from the past, memories, came up like evidence or something like that?
1: Yes, like proof. It's like I was in court. Right. Yes. I can tell it was pure conviction. Um, I'm telling you, I wasn't even aware that I was shooting down parts of my memories. It's like my brain was working hard, hiding this part of me. Um, at the moment, my brain started to connect events, and I ended in the conclusion I was a pedophile. Um, The first memory that was brought back was when I developed feelings towards this 11-year-old kid that visited my work, my workplace
0: Uh
1: Uh-huh And long story short, it's like that, you
0: say? (laughs) Yeah, sure
1: Um, At that moment, I didn't know I was developing feelings towards this kid Like, yes, I was developing feelings, but I was seeing this kid as an equal Hmm It's like almost my attraction put the kid on my level Like this is an adult as I am Which is wrong I follow you I just want to describe the feeling Like a potential partner
0: Oh, sure Yes All the
1: contact I have was saying hi Or just uh, greeting him with a hug But one day I saw his mother just watching me because i was talking to the kid and her eyes felt like like daggers like i felt like i was doing something wrong but i didn't know what yes the next memory that was brought back it was when i used to play a video game and I made adults have sex with teenagers in this video game with the excuse that I like when women are younger than the men. uh
0: uh-huh.
1: It's surprising how, in denial, when you are convinced that you are not something. Being a pedophile is really taboo.
0: Yeah.
1: Nobody thinks they are a pedophile. Right. You have to really search the evidence After that, a lolico manga I don't know if you know what a lolicon manga
0: is Mm-hmm yeah, Japanese it, animation that's sexualized Children Yeah
1: Yes I was recommend this lolicon manga And I read it Like nothing I just read it like it was a normal thing
0: Uh-huh
1: after that, the other memory that was brought back, when I was tried, when I tried to be intimate with my friend that was, uh, I was 20, they was 17 at the moment, it was at the sleepover. Um, she stopped me and told me go to sleep and I left her alone. And my brain just swiped that memory under the rug like nothing happened.
0: When all these memories came back and you were...
1: I was uh, 28.
0: Okay. Where did you go from there? When all this evidence came in and you realized you had pedophilia, what happened next? Um,
1: when I discovered these things I start a dark journey of grief.
0: Of grief?
1: Yes, I think uh, it was a journey of grief because of the person I thought I was and the person I really am. It was conviction. And at the moment I thought I was being punished when in reality I was being confronted. And as a result, I was being liberated because I was a sinner, I was, oh. well, I'm, I'm still a sinner, but the thing is, I was dead in my sin, and I made mistakes, I, I did things that were wrong, but I was not conscious about it, the order of all this was God Himself. He was giving me the chance to start again, uh, but at the moment, I thought he wanted me dead because this movie keep playing in my head. I stopped eating. I stopped going outside. I was so triggered by the presence of children, of the thought of the children. I was like an inmate in my room all day and i wanted to die and i was thinking i don't deserve to be alive i deserve death
0: so the conviction came just yes. the memories of things where you felt inappropriate or and you never actually offended against a child no but the
1: thought of trying to be intimidated the, the thought of approaching someone that is a minor, the intention is there,
0: Mm. yes. You felt very guilty about that.
1: I felt very guilty about everything. You feel like a monster.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You feel like a monster because you see the potential of you doing it.
0: Sure, right. Soon after
1: this happened that I sent you guys an email. I'm glad you did. I start fasting, because the moment I came out to God, my pedophilic urges came to the light and the anxiety just made them worse
0: Yes, and it does. Anxiety makes a person hyper-focused
1: Yes, because in the past I never felt like this urges like it is now because the thought of knowing who you are made, made them worse Um, It was like that for almost the next two years. Me in my room, just going out of my room at night, not going outside, not interacting with anyone.
0: Oh my goodness. That was
1: it. That was it.
0: Yeah, and I remember us communicating during that time, and it was real tangible what a dark place that was for you.
1: I wasn't mentally healthy, I was very lost, and it can be painful to reach out for help when you're going to be pre-minded like, yes, this is who you are. We are so socialized to think pedophiles are are the scum of the earth. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that word is appropriate. That's correct,
0: it is, Yeah.
1: I used to hate pedophiles, I used to hate them, and I remember in two occasions in my life I had to fight two of them to protect a relative in one occasion and to protect a friend in another occasion. So to me to discover, yes, I'm this, and I was in denial, I was saying no, I'm not this, no this can be me. And I was judging so hard. Like, I wasn't like, bad. I, I wasn't better than any of them. And I was judging them.
0: Somehow, all this ties into your Christian journey, then. Like, you said that God was taking care of you. Oh, yes. Um,
1: my Christian journey. There was one occasion where I wondered if I was saved for real, and now I think I received salvation because I was convicted of my sin by the Holy Spirit, and as I resolved I repented um, and I got saved by Jesus. All my life, I feared the Lord since I was four, but I didn't know Him. It was just as a result of the culture or just my you know my mom reading the bible
0: mm-hmm.
1: i was really desperate to receive the lord when i was 20. i was depressed i wanted to to have peace but i still went to church and i wasn't convicted for any of this
0: uh-huh.
1: yes i was still in darkness when i discovered I was a pedophile. I think that's the best thing that happened in my life.
0: It was a good thing for you to discover this?
1: Yes, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because now I can see. And there's no way you can be a new creature if you are not convinced of your sin. It was a journey. I started to be more practical in my faith and less emotional since I discovered this, because my reality forced me to look for something that works. And the only thing that can change your reality is the Word of God. There's no other thing that can change your reality. But to change your reality, you have to know what your reality is. If you think you're righteous, if you think you're clean, If you think you're perfect, it's not going to work. Oh. I learned as well that I'm not a victim of my desires.
0: You're not a victim of your desires?
1: Yes, I'm not a victim of my desires. You guys wrote in a blog entry that we must be in the light to survive.
0: Trent wrote that.
1: Yes. Now I understand that it's our responsibility to see God is a responsibility we are broken being in the light now is a matter of life and death Mm. because it keeps us in check
0: it keeps us clean so would you say then this process of discovering pedophilia and going through the dark place it's moved you like you said to be a new creation like it says in the Bible, something different, like, is changing you.
1: Yes, God is changing me, and is doing His work in me. And now, I'm experiencing the love of God more deeply than before, because I know now why He died for me. Usually, people tell you at church in sermons. Okay, Christ died for you, but if you if you don't know the weight of your sin, if you don't know how far you are from God, if you don't acknowledge how perfect and holy is God and how as of a sinner you are, as Paul called himself the chief of sinners. When I discovered all this, I felt like that. I felt like the chief of sinners. Um that gave me the right perspective of the sacrifice of Jesus
0: and also there's like hope in your voice or
1: it's hope and it makes no sense (laughs) at the same time (laughs) it makes no sense because and it's in the bible says that for the people that don't believe this sounds like madness this sounds crazy, and it sounds crazy because for this uh, two years I didn't even want to be closer to God but I need him so bad because I'm such a broken person that I was, hey there's no other option for the human being that to be near God. So I just was in my knees and I'm not telling this like I was a, a person. Getting closer to God, a holy person, I was desperate. I was desperate like a person that has no other option. Huh. Uh-huh. Like an evil person in prison that has no other option. And I was like that.
0: Most people, when they discover they have pedophilia, immediately they think that God must hate them. Like, we're the scum of the earth and God thinks so too, or something like that. Now, having gone through that dark time and, and now feeling like there's some purpose in what God's doing in your life, how does God see us pedophiles, would you say?
1: At the beginning I thought the same, like, God, why me? Maybe you hate me, because I know there's better people than me out there. I'm a I'm a monster. I'm a broken person. I'm a a slave of my desires. That's all I think. And believe me, you are not a slave of your desires if you are in Christ. Uh, But God sees us as His beloved children and creatures made in His image. This is something we had. This is something I had to remember because we often tend to identify ourselves with. Or battle of your accomplishment oh I'm a good employee um, oh I'm, a, I'm the worst of the sinners I'm a criminal but says the Bible that our identity is in Christ and it's in these moments that you have to attach yourself like hold yourself to the truth The word of God is not the opinion of God about reality. It's the reality itself. God is not saying something that is not happening, that is not real, that is not true. If he says that you are made in his image and that your life is hiding in Jesus Christ, that's the truth.
0: That's the truth.
1: And I have to trust God in this because... I still struggle to see myself the way God does I save a bible verse here that is a Romans um, chapter 5 verse 8 that he says but God show show his love for us in that while we were still sinners Christ died for us before you repented before you were convinced about your sin, before you knew about God's existence, God already died for you. That just shows us that there is a place in the kingdom of God. There is a place for us on this earth.
0: That's so encouraging. Even though we have these feelings, we have this particular struggle we can still live in a way that honors God. We can actually love children by not hurting them, even if it means, like in my life, I have boundaries where I don't form any relationships with children outside my family. Yes. Our lives can be something beautiful and wonderful because Jesus is with us and this struggle doesn't define us. Yes. He really does not. There is no doubt going to be other women who struggle with pedophilia that listen to this podcast but what would you tell them
1: oh well I will tell them learn to say no establish boundaries you have to do as much as you possibly can to lower the chances of being in a dangerous situation this is your responsibility now You are not only protecting others, but you are protecting yourself.
0: You're saying once a person really recognizes they have this struggle, their first responsibility is to make sure no child gets hurt and they themselves stay safe. Exactly. Because
1: a lot of people on the internet use the word relapse, right? Use yeah. the word relapsing, relapse for when a person gives in to temptation. But this is not the same situation for us. Avoiding temptation starts days before the temptation. You have to make a lifestyle, a set of rules that protects you. And that starts knowing what you can do and what you cannot do. Establishing boundaries, for example. And maybe you you know that you can be in the setting of a party with children around. So if you know yourself and you feel convicted to say no to the situation, say no. Hmm. It's okay to say no to working with kids. It's okay to say no to babysit. Or to say no to children ministry at church. As I told you, you have to lower the chances to be of a dangerous situation. You need someone that knows at least one person. Don't choose that person like careless, like, okay, well, whoever is this now. Think about it. But You need someone that knows. The other thing I will tell them is that they're not alone. This is not a dead sentence, God exists and he can give you the victory every day over this struggle. You are not alone. And I will tell them to stop looking for social validation, how others see me. and That there's more of you than just pedophilia. You are a human being, pedophilia is not the only thing about you now, don't get obsessed over this but you love it by God and God says a lot of things there is a verse um, in 1 Peter 2 9 I got it here like But you are chosen, raised, a a royal prizehood, a holy nation, a people of his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you, out of darkness into his marvelous light. Yes, it's difficult to us to grasp the concept of the forgiveness of God, sometimes, and it applies to you. Yes, and that's it.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. I have to say hearing what you've had to share has been really encouraging to me as well. To hear the strength in your voice and to know how dark it's been at times and how you had every opportunity to just go crazy in one way or another. To give up on life, to give up on fighting temptation, you you had every opportunity to just throw up your hands but instead it's just evidence of God's presence in your life because here you are able to encourage others is is incredible to me as
1: well because after discovering I was a pedophile, I thought okay this is the this is the end like I was planning to to, to take my life before like And to God, I don't know the word in English, that's sovereignty? Sovereignty. Sovereignty. Thank you. Uh, God in his sovereignty, he just want me alive.
0: Hmm. I'm glad for that. (laughs) I'm really glad for that. Well, Alma, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. To our listeners, thank you for being with us for this podcast. If you need support, we are available at support at christianpedophile.com. That's our email address. Also, check out our website, www.christianpedophile.com, for more resources. And as always, we're praying for you, and God bless.